Welcome to Scandal Water, where the tea is hot and the conversation lively. Your hosts, Candy and Ashley, will discuss a peculiar story somehow related to the entertainment industry. This podcast might not change the world, but it just might satisfy your thirst for an intriguing tale. Oh, it's that time of day. Tune in and hear what the ladies say. It's time to bend your ear when the silver screen appears. Stories about the stage and screen and everything in between. So come on and join the fun. The curtain opens in three, two, one. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Candy. You ready for another road trip today? I am from the safety of my own home. <laughs> Best way to do it. That's right. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, no it's not. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought I would start by seeing if you could identify this little video. This is so poorly done. But I was trying to recreate. Your confidence is amazing. I know, right? I was trying to recreate a scene from a famous movie. No, you were it's, not. It's like three seconds long. Okay. See if you can figure out what this is. All right. What are you guys doing? You're really cute. Explain what you saw. What did you see us do? I saw a panoramic of the Grand Canyon. Yes. And then it pans to you and Kirk looking really cute. He's got his arm around you and you both just kind of look at it and go, okay, that's nice. And then you walk away. National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, was That was meant to be (laughs) our recreation of the scene where Chevy Chase and his Uh wife look at the Grand Canyon. He does his little nod twice and then... Walks away because because he's all about getting to Wally World. That's right. And so here's the majesty of the Grand Canyon. And he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So, so sadly, poorly done. No, you guys did a great job. I just haven't seen National Lampoon enough to have picked up on that. Right. Well, I, we'll put I've that seen in our Christmas show notes. vacation, but I haven't seen. Regardless, that one people can can laugh at us. It but, was cute. But I wanted to start with that because it makes the point. The Grand Canyon has been in a lot of movies and yes, films. Yes, it has. Have you have you been to no, the Grand Canyon I haven't. personally? I okay. have not. Well, what are some movies or TV shows or whatever that have featured the Grand Canyon of which you're aware? Was it on Thelma and Louise? It was. Okay. Yeah. Um. Isn't there a movie called The Grand Canyon? I mean, that's I know about, there are that's about the end of my list that I know about, okay. and then this one, the okay. one you just. Well, the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. is a place I've now been to twice. Oh, okay. And I chose it because it has been prevalent on my mind, obviously, mm-hmm. because I've been there, but also because. It is featured in so many different forms of entertainment. Everything okay. from TV shows, movies, celebrity stunts, what? books, so artwork. What celebrity stunts? Oh, goodness. We're going to talk about okay. that. Okay. I'm going right. to give you I'm some just, examples. I'm getting ready to get schooled. Yeah. It's actually been a huge setting. And I think that this example from Vacation speaks to it. Like... Because, because the irony is they're looking at one of the most magnificent, majestic sites ever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Because they want to get to Wally World. <laughs> Which but, makes me think of Walmart. Right? Because that's what people call Walmart. But, but that's the whole point of it. It mm-hmm. is one of the most majestic sites ever. In fact, Bree is Camden's girlfriend. And she was on the trip with us. Mm-hmm. And so she had not been to the Grand Canyon before. And I asked her, what was it that she was looking forward to? Sure. And here's what she said. I think it's interesting that you guys have already seen it, so you know what to expect. But everyone says you never know what it actually looks like or what you're experiencing until you get there. So I think that's interesting because I can't really conceptualize how big it's going to be. 
I thought that that was telling because I think part of it is, she said, you can't conceptualize right. how big it's going to be. That's that's part of it. Yeah. Is the size. Right. The sheer size. Right. Is such a huge piece of it. So our focus today. We're going to the Grand Canyon. That's right. Yes. Headed to the Grand Canyon. And I thought I would start with some fast facts. All right. All right. The Grand Canyon, speaking of size, is 277 miles long, 18 miles wide, nearly a mile deep, and covers more than a million acres. To give some context, it is significantly bigger than the state of Rhode Island. Wow. Has anyone ever tried to like hike the distance of the Grand Canyon? Do you, you mean like all the way? I, like I a la- Appalachian like, Trail kind of thing. I, that's a really good question. I didn't see that, but Hmm. interesting question. Fast fact number two, Teddy Roosevelt played a very significant role in preserving. Did he? Yes, the Grand Canyon. He first visited himself in 1903 and he was so moved by it Uh that in 1906 he signed a bill that proclaimed the area the grand canyon game reserve and two years later he made it a national monument one of his statements at the time was quote leave it as it is you cannot improve on it the ages have been at work on it and man can only mar it oh i like that what a good quote third fast fact it was not actually made a national park until february 26 1919 that's what we're not 1919 i look remarkable for that (laughs) you look great thank you thank you moisturizing (laughs) but that means it actually celebrated its centennial anniversary 2019 in 2019 i was alive for that you were you were here (laughs) fast fact number four the most dangerous animal in the park is the rock squirrel what they said that what? of all the crazy wildlife the rock squirrel this is from the website the grand yes. canyon website the rock squirrel is actually the one that causes the most trouble in in real life is it a real squirrel yes okay they said every year dozens of visitors are bitten <gasps> because they try to feed them so oh. so even though obviously uh, the other wildlife is more dangerous uh-huh. or, or you know more brutal if you want to call it that but these are the ones that most visitors have problems with did i ever tell you about my run-in with a squirrel oh no okay little sidebar here we're going to cave hill cemetery we're gonna we're gonna road trip real fast over to cave hill cemetery i don't dislike squirrels i still like them i shouldn't i should be traumatized by squirrels so we are at the cave hill cemetery and i don't even think we were feeding anything i'm just standing there i've got my little camera this little squirrel just hoppity hops up to us and i'm like oh look it's a cute little squirrel that squirrel leapt upon me and started (sighs) circling me like a what? tree and I was going oh 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 and that's it's just like, like a movie I know it just circled me and of course Brian is laughing hysterically and his children are <laughs> laughing hysterically and I'm just going oh oh but then it I don't know I don't even remember I kind of go blank after that but I think it either leapt off of me they never helped you I don't think they did or if they did I don't remember right. or he got it off of me somehow but it did it just like hippity hopped like hello and then <gasps> attacked me okay I'm back to I'm back to Christmas <laughs> vacation now <laughs> with the Christmas tree. Yes. That's what it makes me think yes. of. Yes. Oh, I should hate squirrels, but I'm, I'm okay with them. Okay. It was a once in a lifetime thing to get circled like a tree. I would not have anticipated it would it would attack like that. No, no, yeah. no one does. Like the Spanish Inquisition. Okay. No one anticipates the squirrel. Gosh. Well, since we're getting a little personal. Okay. Fast fact number five <laughs> is, is my personal one. What'd you do? You all. What? <laughs> 
The Grand Canyon is majestic and gorgeous and beautiful, and I am terrified of it. <gasps> See, that's part of why I haven't gone. I'd be afraid to look into it like I'm going to fall. Okay, when my family went to it just like a week ago, yeah. they hiked it and I could not. You could not. I could not. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of it. Mm-hmm. So fast fact Did number five. Did you lean five, over and look into it and then fear you were going to fall and tumble? Here's, okay, here's what scares me. Yeah. I feel like I can deal with heights if I feel safe. Yes. Or if I know my, I got really concerned about my family like I can't watch my kids or yes. my husband or you know people I love yes. get near it yes like I I think I pan- I had a I had a panic attack oh my goodness the first time I went to the Grand Canyon uh-huh. so this time I just I just stayed in the car <laughs> while I hiked and I read a book <laughs> but but the fact with the Grand Canyon is if there are like if there are safety rails yes. or if I'm in a room or I think I could even probably do that walking out on the glass thing if I felt like it was safe no I cannot with the Grand Canyon no. because you like you are literally walking Mm-mm. down the side Mm-mm. of this rock face or this little cliff and there's nothing in the world to keep you from just stepping off the side nope. or nope, nope, nope. or your foot slips and nope. you're just gone you're just gone i can't handle it that that absolutely like, i can't even look at it like when we would get to i did of course look at some things and it is beyond stunning like it is awe inspiring but i can't even go remotely close to an edge i feel like I i'd have to, have to belly crawl up to the edge and I, just not even stand i just have to be like up there okay i kind of see it okay crawl back can't do it can't do it Mm. so my fast fact number five is about deaths (laughs) oh yay (laughs) (laughs) okay from a november 2022 article on the grand canyon website okay the odds of dying are very slim okay the odds of falling off the rim in the grand canyon are one in 1.8 million visitors yeah but now Okay, if you consider it across time since the 1800s, about 900 people That's have a died lot of people. in the Grand Canyon, but the majority of them actually happened from airplane or helicopter crashes. 128 happened in one event. What? I know. I know. Now, the number two cause of death alternates. It kind of goes back and forth. It's- Spouses? <laughs> Thank right? you. I, right? I literally have said that. Yeah. I'm pushing somebody. Yes, don't have a fight with your spouse before mm. you go see the Grand Canyon. Mm. Okay, but they said the number two cause alternates between falling, thank you, or heat-related hydration issues, okay? That's about 200 to 250 deaths each over the course of all these years, okay? (sighs) But... Let's zoom in more. Oh my gosh. If you look at just in a single year, they average around 12 deaths per year, which could include, yes, natural causes, medical problems, suicide, heat, drowning, traffic crashes. It could be a lot of different things. But on average, two or three deaths per year are from accidental falls over the Ah. rim, according to one of the park's spokespeople. And sometimes there are like these flukes in 2019. Three people fell within weeks of each other and died. Two of them because they lost their footing while they were taking photos. No, see, no, 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 Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Don't have, okay, don't have a fight with your spouse and then don't go to the edge and take a picture after the fight with your spouse. (laughs) That's, that's the thing that gets me is how many people will 
they want these great pictures and they will put themselves in such precarious mm-hmm, positions, mm-hmm. my children included, mm-hmm. to get a great photo. I can't mm-hmm. do that. No. I cannot even think about You're that. You're just hanging onto their leg. Under, what they don't <sighs> see on the bottom is you hanging onto right, their leg. Right, exactly. Well, the third person in 2019 just fell from a high point. Mm. Now, there are such tragic stories out there. If you look, they break your heart. I yes. saw that the youngest child, the per- youngest person who died by falling was a four-year-old. No, 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 no. And then there was the story of a 38-year-old father from Texas who was pretending to fall to scare his daughter. And then did. And then really <gasps> fell and died right in front of her. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. Uh. So all of these have made me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to see the Grand Canyon now. Well, do it from a distance. I'm going to watch IMAX. Yeah. That's how I'm going to visit it. So, but it's, it is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. So now that that you've just ruined everything, (laughs) (laughs) stay away from the rabid squirrels. (laughs) And then on the flip side, I mean, my family kept telling me, which is true. Think about it. One in 1.8 million. And you went, have we had it for this year? Hmm? No, (laughs) maybe it's us. Right. I I, I just can't. Yeah. But they did hike Camden and Kirk I I wish I'd asked they did there are different trails you can take they Mm -hmm. did one specific trail which was marked moderate and they went all the way now Kennedy and Bree went a certain portion of the way. Wide so they, path. Do they have one marked wide path? They have some that were marked easy. Yeah, that's yes. what you need to take. Well, Bree and Kennedy decided they'd gone far enough, and they went ahead and came back Good up. girls. Good girls. Right? Kirk and Camden went all the way, and they all returned safely. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I felt a little vindicated when I said to the girls, I'm like, please tell me I'm not crazy. Like, it was a little scary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they were like... Well, it was a little scary okay, at times. Good, yes. Good. And there were a few times when like a foot would slip nope, or something. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. So their point is valid. The fact that thousands upon thousands of people go through there and who knows, maybe right. per per week probably. And they come back safely. Mm-hmm. I know the odds are slim. I just can't help it. Yeah. No, okay. I support you fully. But back to our point. It is one of the natural wonders of the world, and it is a truly beautiful place, and that is why it has been featured in so many different forms of entertainment. Mm -hmm. So briefly, let me share with you how it started. It was first discovered in 1541 by a party of the Coronado expedition under Captain Garcia Lopez de Cardenas. Mm. He stood on the South Rim back in 1541. This is, as far as they know, the first time it was discovered. This is 130 years before they found Niagara Falls, 167 years before they found Yellowstone, almost 300 years before they found Yosemite. So this is like a long time ago. That's a real long time ago. And then over the next few hundred years, people basically basically avoided the area because because it was high and scary and i mean you couldn't traverse it Mm-mm. i mean this is just a Mm-mm. huge impassable canyon yeah so fur trappers would avoid it in fact in 1857 an explorer named lieutenant joseph c ives led a steamboat up the colorado river and they were specifically supposed to be looking for this big canyon yeah because everybody knew about it yeah but after his steamboat struck a rock and sank near Black Canyon. They traveled down Diamond Creek to the Inner Gorge. They briefly touched the South Rim. And in 1861, here's one of the statements that he made about his discovery. The region is, of course, altogether valueless. After entering it, there is nothing to do but leave. (laughs) 
Like, so like they, they said, bye. Basically, here's a huge obstacle yeah. that we have to either go around or, just or turn, turn around. back. Nobody saw any value for this. Finally, a few key artists and explorers brought some positive attention to it. And that's when perception started to change. And so, of course... By the time we had Teddy Roosevelt showing up there in 1903, that's when it really shifted because our president saw it as being He saw it as valuable. Oh my goodness. In fact, here's another quote from him. He called it, quote, one of the great sights every American should see. He also called it, quote, a natural wonder absolutely unparalleled throughout the rest of the world. So in addition to like heaping all this praise on it, he brought in nationalism. Like he kept, oh, he was yeah. associating it with pride, we've, we've got, pride. yes, we've Look got this in America have. and it's better mm-hmm. than anything else in the rest of the world and gotcha. every American should see it. Okay. So this really started the furor. Tourism for, too. Thank you. Exactly. And this is why it's not surprising that something so impressive, something so popular would feature so heavily in our entertainment industry. That's true. So, I thought we would share just a few of these examples. Now, I know that I asked you kind of off the cuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little hint. Okay. Some of our TV shows Some from the TV past shows. would sometimes feature the Grand Canyon. Can you think of any? I cannot. I, ha- I am blank unless it was some kind of Western. And you know what? I'm going to guess that a lot of the Westerns featured At scenery. Least footage from, of it. Yeah, B-roll. footage if nothing. But I, I didn't actually see that, mm-hmm. but that I think that's a good guess. Well, here are a few. In 1971, the Brady Bunch opened oh. their season three with a three-episode story about a family trip to the Grand Canyon. Mm. And they actually did go because oh. Florence Henderson talked about how scary it was riding a mule down the canyon. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, so they must have been on location for yes. at least parts of this. Yes. We've already talked about 1983's National Lampoon's movie called Vacation. You brought up Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. That was 1991. It is in the final scene. Oh, they jump it, right? They, they decide rather than be caught, yeah, they're going to just go right into it. And they purposely did not show the car land because uh-huh. they wanted to have them Leave kind of open. sailing off together. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to take it to the, the part of... You the, know, the, the tragedy, yeah. right? Because they felt that, that would be a more uplifting or more hopeful. Yeah, but, maybe they made it, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> but now here's where there's an interesting little tidbit. They were not allowed to actually film that on the Grand Canyon site. I wouldn't think so. And the obvious reason is they did not want any copycats. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things that was mentioned by someone who worked for the park was at least two people did did take their lives by driving over the rim of the Grand Canyon after the movie was released. So that is the type of, it it can actually inspire copycats sometimes with films. I know, very tragic, very tragic. So that brings us to this point. So many of our shows, our TV shows, movies, they bill themselves as being in the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. Most of them are not. Mm -hmm. It is very, very hard to get approval to actually do things because in the it's so Grand dangerous. Canyon. Mm-hmm. And the Brady Bunch got approval? Well, yes. They weren't and, doing anything right. other than climbing. They weren't doing anything dangerous. Okay. 
So there was a 2018 article in the Seattle Times that came out right around the time that Will Smith was preparing to do a bungee jump from a helicopter to celebrate his 50th birthday. Mm, And they were were billing this as, oh, he's doing it over the heart of the Grand Canyon. And he was not. And so in this article is where they basically explained it. They said that the park turns down most of the proposals they get because the spokesperson who was interviewed shared that they feel, number one, responsible for protecting the assets of the park. So they have to make sure that nothing's going to happen that's going to damage the Green Canyon itself. Mm -hmm. Here's a quote from one of those spokespeople. Okay. It's everything relating to safety, impacts to visitors, and impacts to the resources. She said, events must not unreasonably impair the park's atmosphere of peace and tranquility or have an unacceptable impact on the experience of park visitors. Sure, yeah. So part of it is, is it going to affect the Grand Canyon? Part of it, is it going to affect tourism Mm -hmm. and the people who are attending there? And then they do think about their educational values. Mm -hmm. It has to align with their educational values. Mm -hmm. And again, they think about things like with Thelma and Louise. We don't want to... Yeah, we don't want to inspire things that could be detrimental to people or to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So they are really pretty stringent, I think, with their criteria. So a lot of celebrities who, like Will Smith, who decide that they want to do stunts there, very few of them are actually there. I'll give you a couple more examples. Robbie Knievel, the son of Evil Evil Knievel, Knievel. he was one who was doing a stunt where it was supposed to be, you know, at the Grand Canyon where he was going to jump this huge chasm and it was not actually there. It It was held at an Indian reservation outside of the Grand Canyon National Park. This occurred in 1999. By the way, he did actually land the jump. but it was a crash landing and he broke his leg and the reason why he did it was because it it was basically kind of an homage to his dad Mm -hmm. his dad had always wanted to jump a really spectacular landmark Mm and in arizona and so this was robbie doing that in his dad's honor but it was not actually the grand canyon david copperfield did a 1984 TV show where he was trying to do something with the Grand Canyon and his trick. In 2010, the magician Chris Angel had a Grand Canyon death jump. Again, not, not really, really there. the Grand but Canyon. But they're calling it the Grand Canyon? Well, so the deal is it is attached to the Grand Canyon. It's not actually part of the Grand Canyon National Park system, okay. but it's adjacent to it okay. and it's owned by, in this case, I think it's the Navajo. Oh, the, all right. So it's, an, it's a reservation. So they can go to them and get permission to yes. use a different part of it. Yes. It's, oh, okay. yes. It's this part that's owned by this tribe versus what's owned by the National Park system. And that's where everybody's going. And that is where they are all going. Is that where Thelma and Louise? went i think so okay. yeah 2013 there was a sky wire walk by nick walenda is that oh how you i say cannot it? The flying walenda i have no idea but i could not handle that oh my goodness no. yeah in fact with his they got more specific they said that his walk was technically over the little colorado gorge and it was a place that people often refer to as the little grand canyon hmm. so it's it's again it's part of it but it's It's just kind of on the outside. Okay. Yeah. Now, somebody who actually did get to go to the Grand Canyon was Oprah Winfrey. She declared 2017 was going to be her year of adventure, and they allowed her to go into the Grand Canyon just to hike it. She took Stedman and Gale with her. She did pose. She did some footage, different things. So that was something that they allowed. Because when you're Oprah, you have enough money (laughs) to be allowed to do that. She's probably said, I'll pay for maintenance for a year for the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Oh, wow. We just had an opening. Uh, Well, before we go on, why don't we take a short break? 
Do you love tea? Do you love entertainment? Do you love listening to stories from your two new BFFs? Then consider joining the club over at buymeacoffee.com. For $5 per month, you can be a part of the 1939 Club, otherwise known as the Golden Year of Cinema. When Gone with the Wind, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Stagecoach of Mice and Men, Wuthering Heights, Hound of the Baskervilles, The Little Princess, Babes in Arms, Goodbye Mr. Chips, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and of course, The Wizard of Oz were released. Perks include a 5% discount on new merchandise, a shout out for new members, an opportunity to be listed as a supporter in show notes, and exclusive access to bonus content. However, if you're feeling doubly generous, you can join the 1993 Club, otherwise known as the greatest year of cinema. This is the year that Schindler's List, The Sandlot, The Fugitive, Rudy, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Sleepless in Seattle, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Mrs. Doubtfire, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, Jurassic Park were released. Additional perks in this club include a 10% discount on Scandalwater merchandise, the opportunity to record a shout-out of your own, and the chance to vote in our guaranteed content poll, along with the warm and sunny feeling that you're supporting your besties. If clubbing isn't your thing, there's a one-time gift option, too. Either way, those who support Scandalwater report fewer bad hair days, more green lights and traffic, and a grander sense of purpose and wonder at least once per day. Scandalwater, we do the research so you don't have to. Right, we are back from break. Mm-hmm. And I was right. There is a movie called Grand Canyon. Okay. It has Kevin Klein and Steve Martin. And I've only seen bits and pieces of it. But it says on IMDb, as far as a summary, the fates of several people are randomly intertwining. Their sympathy of each other faces multiple differences in their lifestyles. Which I don't know how you could get more vague than that. I, I was going to say, I can't even tell. Is that a drama? Well, is that the a... tags above it are crime and... And drama. Oh, so it's yeah. suspense, maybe? It's 1991. It's rated R. It's two hours and 14 minutes. Okay. So there you go. And it's got 6.9 out of 10 stars, at least on IMDb. Never heard of it. I had heard of it. Hadn't, right. don't know much about it other than that. Well, it looks like Danny Glover is in it as well. Okay. Well, what I thought was interesting is this natural wonder has inspired not only TV and film, but it's had an impact on songs mm-hmm. and books. So I okay. thought I would share a few of those as well. I looked it up and I literally found a song called Grand Canyon by... Kathy Matea, are you familiar with her? I believe she's country. a country, yes, mm-hmm. a country singer. And then there, there was a 2020 music video I came across by another fella. I believe he's primarily a country singer, Matt Kearney. Are you familiar? I've not heard of him. No. Grand Canyon again. The title. His is about a relationship. In fact, I don't know if I'd be. A, let me play just like a few seconds. Sure. Tell me why it feels like there's a grand canyon between us. Tell me how you're feeling, cause I can't. not familiar with him no but there were a lot of likes okay i like the phrasing tell me why there's a grand canyon between us Mm -hmm. impassable chasm yeah there you go grand canyon blues would be a good song title okay yeah. You can work on that one. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll get right on it. <laughs> I looked for a book next and I found, I have read several things by David Baldacci. Have you read anything by nope. him? And several years ago, he actually started a new series called the Atlee Pine series. That's the name of the main character. It, he now has four books in this series, but the mm-hmm. very first one 
was called Long Road to Mercy, mm-hmm. and it was set in the Grand Canyon. In fact, just to give a brief summary, this is what I found when I looked it up on the website. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by its toe. It's seared into Atley Pine's memory, the kidnapper's chilling rhyme as he chose between six-year-old Atley and her twin sister, Mercy. Oh, no. Mercy was taken. Atley was spared. She never saw Mercy again. Three decades after that terrifying night, Atley Pine works for the FBI. She's the lone agent assigned to the Shattered Rock, Arizona Resident Agency, which is responsible for protecting the Grand Canyon. So when one of the Grand Canyon's mules is found stabbed to death at the bottom of the canyon and its rider missing, Pine is called in to investigate. It soon seems clear the lost tourist had something more clandestine than sightseeing in mind. But just as Pine begins to put together clues pointing to a terrifying plot, she's abruptly called off the case. And it goes on. But the point is, I thought, how interesting. We have a book by a best-selling author set set in the Grand Canyon Mm. with the premise being that she has the responsibility of protecting it. Protecting it. it. Yeah. Right. That's neat. Yeah. Thought that was interesting. The poor donkey didn't do anything, though. Why do we have a stabbed donkey? Could (laughs) have just let it go and let it live in the wilderness fend for itself. I don't know. That upsets me. And this is why you would really want that villain to be caught. Yes, I would. now it's personal. Now it's personal. Now Now you've done it. You've stabbed the donkey. That was too far. (laughs) Whatever happened to the person? I don't care if the donkey's hurt. (laughs) Priorities. Priorities. Get them straight. Justice for the donkey. Well, just to be well-rounded, I looked up artwork. Oh, sure. And I found that there are certain painters that are known as being Grand Canyon painters. No kidding. Yes. Ansel, were... Did Ansel Adams take any photos of the Grand Canyon? I didn't look that up. Okay. But I should. I mean, he did the black and white landscapes a lot. Should you want to take a break? Pa- let's pause and check Okay, we'll take fast. a pause. Hang on, guys. Well, we took a quick break mm-hmm. and Ashley's trivia brain won again because <laughs> I looked up Ansel Adams and the Grand Canyon and sure enough, she's right. Here's what does it look like? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh yeah, that's really pretty. It says, honoring Grand Canyon National Park on its centennial, the Grand Canyon in the Southwest elegantly portrays the drama and the beauty of the canyon and the American Southwest. That's the closest I'm going to get to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> so I also looked up, because I was pretty sure there had been at least one true crime. I'm sure there's more, but we don't have the time for it. Right now, now, the first person that came up as far as a, you know, dangerous spouse was Robert Spangler. If you guys have heard of him on April 11th, 1993, take a drink. After Spangler's third marriage <laughs> to 58-year-old aerobics instructor Donna Sundling went sour. If it's your third marriage, maybe it's you. Anyway, he (laughs) took her hiking into the Grand Canyon and pushed her off a 140-foot drop to her death. He was actually apprehended in the year 2000. So He got away with it for seven years. Yeah, I think he confessed to it on his deathbed. He was very sick. Yep. He, so he got away with it totally. I believe so. You'll have okay. to. Okay. It I, says Spangler matter of factly admitted to killing his family in 1978 and pushing his third wife to her death at the Grand Canyon 15 years later. So you guys can Google this fella. I don't know if you want to fill your mind with his nonsense, but there you go. It's some, a, a, a something to pursue if you want. I cannot imagine anything worse than being out there uh-huh. with the person you love and trust uh-huh. and feel them propel you into your death yeah like, here's another ap news and i'm just looking at headlines man sentenced to life in prison in 2001 robert m spangler 69 of grand junction colorado was sentenced in federal court after agreeing to plead guilty to first degree murder dot 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 and i haven't clicked the rest of it okay so it wasn't on his death but he did get caught. well i think he was terminally ill and then he mm-hmm. said it i don't okay. know you guys can explore that <sighs> All right. he's trash let's just say that yeah 
Well, back to artwork. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I found a Department of the Interior website. It had a little blog and it talked about one example that I, I decided I would share. There is a famous painting of the Grand Canyon by a fellow named Thomas Moran. And it's incredibly famous. Mm -hmm. It's called The Chasm of the Colorado. It was completed back in 1873 after Thomas took part in an exploratory survey of the Grand Canyon that was headed by a self-trained geologist named John Wesley Powell, and who actually went on to become the second director of the U.S. Geological Survey. So he's on this expedition, Mm -hmm. ends up creating this painting that is just stunning. We'll obviously include that in our show notes. And it was so... Awe-inspiring, maybe? I guess, or just so beautiful Uh that it's one of those that people immediately... You know, a lot of times I think paintings take time for people to appreciate the beauty (laughs) and and how much talent is there, but this is one that people recognized immediately. So over 75 years, it was proudly displayed in the U.S. Capitol, along with another very famous one by the same fella called the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone. Okay. And then they were transferred to the Department of the Interior in 1950, then exhibited on loan at the Smithsonian American Art Museum, and it has traveled, actually, to countless museums across the country. This is a very, very famous painting. Very cool. So the Grand Canyon inspiring works like this. Armchair Psychologist. This brings us to our armchair. Okay. And so I was trying to think about this. And obviously, you know, I do not have your trivia brain, actually. <laughs> You're getting one, though, with all of these episodes. Well, I mean, there's You're a lot There's it. a lot being getting packed in here. Yep, That's yep. true. But I can't, off the top of my head, think of other national parks that have inspired the same kind of focus or, or being used as a mm-hmm. setting for so many different, mm-hmm. you know, TV shows, films, movies movies, whatever. Why do we think Why? that is? Yes. Well, gosh, having not been there, maybe you can answer it more than I can. But just as a off the top of my head, it must be so magnificent that it begs to be talked about. Or maybe it is such a unique landmark that the uniqueness of it, I was thinking, isn't there Big Sur, the forest, but then how I've never been there either. So is that so unique that once you go there, you can immediately recognize that you're in mm-hmm. Big Sur? If that's the name of it, I'm not sure. Or, you know, I don't know. It's sort of like a Disney world. There's only a Disney world. And when you see it, you know, it's Disney world mm-hmm. or Paris, you know, it's Paris by the Eiffel Tower. Is this our version of that? I think that's a good point. The fact that it is one of a kind. I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like it. Could it also be the scarcity that they allow the permission so if you get the permission it's like ooh, this makes Mm -hmm. it even more unique like we got permission to do something here to shoot here yeah but so many of them like the the big name movies and tv shows they're not they're They're not not even there there, right Mm -hmm. i think it goes back also to size Mm -hmm. it's almost like it's a benchmark you know when you go to compare things you need the baseline you need that point of comparison and i feel like the grand canyon is always like it is the most it is the biggest mm-hmm. it is the most awe-inspiring it's like mm-hmm. almost kind of like this if i want to do something that's impressive if i want to do a stunt what's going to be bigger yeah. than the grand canyon yeah. what's yeah. going to be more impressive than the grand canyon right. it's like that's the one they go to as as kind of their mark you know so i feel like that's part of it i honestly i think it goes back to what teddy roosevelt said back in 1903 he said it's 
it's one of the great sights every American should see. I agree with that. Okay. He also said it is a natural wonder, absolutely unparalleled throughout the rest of the world. And I think that's it, right? You yeah. said it's uniqueness. It's unique. The fact that it's it's unparalleled. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be something we would want to include in our TV shows or books right. or movies? If you can, do it. Right. Or just stay in the car and read a book. Well, as someone who was too terrified. <laughs> who did stay in the car I, and read a book. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to say. Okay. I stayed in the car because I could not make myself go into it and risk my life. Yes. And I didn't want to see my family right. risk, in my view. Right. In my view, risking their lives. I'm sure right. everybody thinks I'm crazy. but I don't. I support you. <laughs> well, that's how it felt to me. Yeah. But I did stand safely back. Uh-huh. And I well, did. you at least shot that video. I did. I several times, like I went to places where, like along the rim, mm-hmm. and I kept my distance because it would be a shame. Like it would be awful not to have seen that. Yeah. It was awe-inspiring. I was going to ask you what when you, in your limited view, when you went up to it, what are the first words that come to your mind? What did Bree end up saying about it? Well, honestly, I think it's one of those things where words can't capture it. Okay, it literally takes your breath away. Mm. You look at it and it it just feels like it's almost a reverent experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is just absolutely stunning and the size of it does hit you if she used that word it's hard to conceptualize Uh even as you're taking it in you're having trouble processing it Mm. and that's why I'm so glad I've seen it yeah I 100% understand why it is so prominent and why you know everybody reacts to it the way they do I'm just afraid to be in it (laughs) yeah Yeah. what was the conditions of the first time you saw it the first time I saw it not expecting it again I thought I was going to be fine. Like, Mm -hmm. I honestly, I was looking at it and the fear just started overtaking me. And then it was like, okay, it's time for us to go walk down in it. And I started to walk down and... It was, it was seeing my family. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I wasn't scared for myself this as well. This time or the first time? The first time. Okay. But like they were ahead of me walking down How old down were the, the kids at that time? They were like older teenagers, young 20s. Okay. But the point is I was seeing them walk ahead of me and I was looking at how one misstep, like in my mind, it was like following them to potential death. Mm-hmm. And I could not do it. I had, I've never in my life had a panic attack. Mm -hmm. I think I had a panic attack. Mm -hmm. I mean, I felt embarrassed about it because I was like, I can't, you all, Mm -hmm. I can't. I was brought to tears. Mm -hmm. I was like, you all can go. I can't see you go. I can't watch you. Yeah. I have to go. And so I went up to the top and I was like, take your time Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be the crazy woman. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, but I can't see you do it. Okay. You know, so. And they were okay. And they, yes, they honestly, that's why I felt bad because they, they, they were worried about me. So that particular time they did not, they turned around pretty quickly. Okay. So this time they got to do their whole, I, said, I was I'm like, just I'm just staying in, in the car. I'm just staying in the car, kids. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now I'm, I feel embarrassed. No, I'm don't right feel embarrassed. <laughs> it's, you're a good mom. That's sweet. Well, but that all that said, it is a wonder. I do believe that everybody should see it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's what we do for our cheers. Okay. Cheers to, can you cheers a monument? I don't know. Let's cheers Teddy who saw the value of the monument. There we go. I like it. All right. Cheers to you, Teddy. Cheers. If you love what we do, please rate and review our show. Or you can become a supporter by making a donation through buymeacoffee.com slash scandalwaterpod. Whether a single gift or a recurring monthly donation, 
It would go a long way towards supporting our work and allowing us to keep the tea brewing. At our website, www.scandalwaterpodcast.com, you can submit questions or your own story ideas, access our sources and show notes, see the merch we offer for sale, and more. You can join the Scandal Water community through our Scandal Water Podcast Facebook page or follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Scandal Water Podcast. This episode was executive produced by Candy Thomas, that's me, and Ashley Raymer Brown, that's me. It was researched and written by Candy Thomas and edited by Ashley Raymer Brown. A special thank you to Josh Martin, who wrote, composed, and performed the Scandal Water theme and other music, Matt C. Adams, who created the artwork, and Joshua Reith, who designed our website and provides ongoing technical support. As a reminder, this podcast is purely for entertainment purposes. The thoughts and opinions of the host during each episode of Scandal Water are their own and do not reflect the opinions of any future guests, advertisers, or clearly professional psychologists. Thanks for listening.